Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? Alright, since he messed up the rotation, it's my turn again, and we have Babadook. Babadook. It was uh, written and directed by Jennifer Kent. Right. Uh, cast as Essie Davis and Noah Wiseman. It's really the only two people in the movie that matters. Yeah, there was the grandma, and then uh, yeah, you know, a couple people she worked with. Yeah, kind of like side characters. They're not yeah. that important. Nah. Uh, budget was two million dollars for this movie. I can see that because they went with some effects and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it only grossed nine hundred and twenty thousand. Really? Yeah, it's the only bad thing about it. Hmm. So it lost money. Yeah. That's why we didn't get a Babadook 2. No, she actually said she does not want a sequel to this. She owns the rights to this movie and mm-hmm. said, like, she doesn't care how how much money she's offered. She's not going to do a sequel to these movies. Right, right. But that was an early fun fact. But hey, hey there you hey, go. Hey, fun facts <laughs> are always fun. <laughs> so... We kind of got into this routine, I noticed, that like if I give you a movie, you talk about it, and if you give me a movie, I talk about it, so right. I'm going to give you the floor and let you talk about this movie. All right, well, um, first off by saying I'm not a big horror movie guy. I don't like uh, I don't watch them for fun or anything like that. Like Very rarely do I ever watch a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't enjoy them, you know what I mean? Like I don't like having the shit scared out of me for no reason other than the thrill of it, so... It was kind of hard for me to critique this movie mm-hmm. just because I'm not, I won't ever tell you that, oh yeah, man, I'm a big horror guy. I tell you. Well, here's the thing. Is. Like, I'm not a horror guy either. I never have been. Like, Gorefest and, mm-hmm. you know, just those kind of movies. I'm just not into. And jump scares, I don't care. Right. I'm into psychological thrillers. I'm into, if you know anything about this movie, mm-hmm. about people that psychologically are losing their minds. Yeah, she uh she definitely did a good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the kind of movies I'm into. They're not necessarily horror, but that's mm-hmm. my horror. Like it's the one of my biggest fears is like going crazy because right. you don't have any control over that sometimes. I got you. But it was uh it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid the kid did a good job of uh Well, tell them what the movie's about okay, right, uh, yeah. um, for people that may not know. Yeah. All right, it's a, it's about a mom and a son. The uh, father of the child dies, uh, what seven years ago, on his birth, uh, on his on the day he's born, yeah. on the way to the hospital. Her dad dies. Well, you don't know that till the end of the fucking movie, but yeah. his dad dies. Yeah, the kid's dad dies, and um, they. It's in England, I'm assuming. Australia. Australia. Yeah. Oh fuck! This is an real? Australian film. Oh okay. <laughs> that shit. I could have swore they were British. No, yeah, it's hard to tell, but yeah, they're definitely Australian. All right, all right. I mean, I guess it doesn't make any difference, but anyways, <laughs> they're uh, they they were really struggling, and the kid, he's uh, he's different. He's got stuff wrong with him, obviously, because you know, I don't know. He's just weird. He yells. He's into magic, and doesn't have any friends or anything. He's a tough kid to deal with. Right. I guess he's got his emotional problems. Yeah. And uh, the mom is working as a nurse at an old folks' home, mm-hmm. and in the dementia department, like the old old people, mm-hmm. she's doing bingo and just calling numbers out forever. And the old people are just fucking with her. Yeah, 
She's like, I got some milk for your coffee. She's like, what was that? She leans closer. She's like, I got milk for your coffee. I don't like milk. <laughs> Damn, well, I'll make you another one. <laughs> That's a fucking power trip. Yeah. Power it, was, uh, it wasn't a bad uh, movie as far as how it was made. It was uh, it was mm-hmm. shot well. Yeah, it really kept you on the edge of your seat as far as like, you know, some shit's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, d- I wasn't a big fan of it just because, I don't know, I don't want to jump to the end of it. but Well, it, mo- basically, the plot of the story is her and her son get abducted, or not abducted, what am I talking about? The, get- book, the book just what shows up on the shelf, right? Like, Well... Because you don't ever, because she's like, you get to pick tonight, and he picks the Mister Babadook book. Mm-hmm. And but they don't know that book. They, she's like, where did this book like, come from? Book she's come never from? seen it before. Yeah. I have more to touch on, but I kind of wanted to get through like your synopsis before I started like jumping in my thoughts. Right. So they read the book, and she's like, "You die." She's like, "What kind of children's book? Like the kid dies or whatever." And uh, she like puts it up on the shelf, and the kid can't quit talking about the Babadook and. Uh, they go to a birthday party, and the little girl's like, you're weird, your dad died, your dad wanted to die, like, so mm-hmm. he didn't have to be around you, and the kid ends up pushing her out of the treehouse. Yeah. And uh, she's like, what's wrong with your son? And, and then they're in the car, and then the Babadook comes, and they crash the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really just the, that, that the Babadook fucking with them. Yeah, basically. Like the, good part That's the, the whole story is, or the whole synopsis of the movie is this Babadook is tormenting this uh lady and her son kind of thing it was a different kind of monster i feel like i got gypped as far as like getting to see that thing in action all i got was some fucking silhouettes and <laughs> some fucking claw action yeah a you know? couple of, couple of jump scares it's like watching a low budget death note movie yeah like, i didn't get a lot out of that but the shit with him possessing the mom and stuff that was good stuff mm-hmm. that was very conjuring ish like it was good shit yeah, like I said, it did a good job of like getting me, you know, jolted up. Like, mm-hmm. but well, let me give you my take on this movie and why I gave it to you because yeah. I love this to me because you know I love this movie so much. When I saw it, I thought it was a different take on horror, and it's not the horror that makes it special. It's the uh, uh, the psychological part of it that makes it so like interesting to me. Right. So if I had to compare this movie to another movie, here uh, you might be surprised, but Fight Club. Fight Club? Yeah. What part of Fight Club? So essentially, this lady is having a really hard time dealing with the death her, of her husband. Yeah, husband yeah. She's falling into depression, and she's a single mother with this unbearable kid. Right. So she's psychologically breaking down. Yeah. So things in this movie start happening and they don't know how it's happening. Right. But think of it as her having a, she has a Tyler Durden. Mm. It's her crazy part. She actually talked in the movie how she was a writer. Mm. And then right after that, they find the book. So it's, you know, alluded to she actually wrote the book, but it was her other self that wrote it. Oh, shit, man. See, I thought it was the husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the husband was the Babadook. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it kind of, in a... In, you know what I mean? Like, because she was, like, keeping it as a fucking pet at the end, you know? In a sense, it is. It's her grief of her husband. That's oh, the that Babadook. Ma- yeah, that makes sense. So she the she can't deal with her grief 
properly. Like, okay, let's say you have a traumatic event happen in your life and you just bury it down and you don't deal with it. Like it's been seven years since he died, but she's still having trouble dealing with his death. Like, you know, seven years is a long time. You should have like had a proper grieving and like essentially moved on, but she hasn't dealt with it. It's just eating her up inside. Um, Real quick, I just want to say, we have a child and a dog, and I guess they're playing in the background, so that's what all that barking is. They're having a good old time. You but... call my child a dog? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, folks. Like, but life happens. if you hear that, that's what's going on. But anyway. Maybe we'll try to work as much magic as he can, but yeah. it happens. So essentially, she's not dealing with her grief, and it's just eating away at her, Yeah, and she uh, she's having these moments. Or she's turning into a quote-unquote Tyler Durden. Yeah, like, I, yeah, it's a different way, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. It, uh, the, the, the part with, uh, yeah, I thought it was the husband for sure, man. Like, because, like, she kept showing him and he was talking. Yeah, it's her, and, it's yeah. her visualization of her husband because she's so in grievance about him. Yeah. I didn't ever thought about it that angle, dude. That's probably why I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, but, uh, I listened to a few people talk about movies before we talk about them to like, kind of like give me a different perspective. Right. I didn't find anything new about this movie, but I did listen to these two guys talk about it. And they're like, oh, it's just another possession movie. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you guys kind of like missed oh, the well, point. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch the part about her being a writer and then them finding the book. Yeah. Like I didn't. Yeah, you don't, it's not really those two dots, but if I would have, that would have put a different spin on it for me. Yeah. Cause when she like rips the book up and everything, she actually goes to the police station and her hands are black. That kind of like indicates that she she... burnt the book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was like, man, he wants to do war with cinema and I wanted to fucking shit on this movie, bro, but it wasn't like terrible. No, it's not a badly done movie. It's just, I love it because it's a very like. That woman did a really good job. Like, I believed her descent into madness. You know what I mean? Like, she got me with that shit. And the little boy, how do you get, I mean, I know he wasn't six in real life, but like, how do you get a kid? No, he really was. He was six? Yeah. That's so fucked up, dude. She casted him because he was the same age as the character how is that kid not in therapy now <laughs> holy shit actually i have that makes me yeah. want to go hug mine yeah we'll do the fun facts throughout because there's a lot of fun facts that was a good fun fact dog yeah jennifer kent the director uh-huh. was so sensitive about exposing the boy in this movie to the themes uh-huh. um that she gave him a child's version of this uh movie mm for him to read like a script or whatever and he was never there for the child abusive scenes okay that she actually has like a stand-in actor to do certain parts so that kid actually isn't a part of those scenes like when it when it's like when she's choking him and talking shit. yeah talking about the abuse and stuff he's actually not there in the movie or like when she's like yelling at him and yeah everything. exactly okay. she was so worried about like it affecting him that she didn't want him to be a part of it well that's good because yeah. that was whew, that was tough mm-hmm. yeah that's why like you were telling me like your son was like i can watch it with you i'm like yeah you probably shouldn't yeah because he's was, yeah. it has a lot of child abuse elements in it yeah i was just thinking it's just terrible for that poor boy like mm-hmm. how would he ever do like that's a tough role for anybody oh, a fucking yeah. adult you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, 
Damn, that's crazy. He though. killed it though. Like in the editing, man, it was flawless. I thought the kid would be there. I thought that's why I said that kid's got to be fucked up because like I thought he was there. But that's good. That's good filmmaking. Yeah, this is her first theatrical release. She did a short film, which is basically the same as this film. Uh huh. But this is a more expanded version of that. So, oh, this so she is, had a practice run. Yeah, basically. Okay. But this is her first theatrically released movie, written and directed all by her. Like that's pretty talented yeah man like overall like i i I didn't think it was a bad movie it was it was fucked up like Mm -hmm. if it was meant to make you think about you know what i mean it did that and that's one thing we don't see a lot of is sing single mothers like what they actually go through like in a lot of movies they talk about being a single mother as if it's you know rainbows great days sunshine like but they don't talk about like the things that women actually have to go through like it's really really tough yeah that was crazy the woman was trying to you know help herself out Mm -hmm. you know and the kid just jumps in right as she's about to go that was fucked up yeah and you have people that aren't helping her either like her sister even told her like i don't want to be around your kid (laughs) yeah i was like damn she gets no support she doesn't want to share a birthday party with your son yeah you know he's a fucking drag (laughs) i was like damn yeah yeah, it was it's it's it was really crazy. Like I said, it was a fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. And uh it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Like I said, I'm not like compared to some of the other ones I've watched that we've talked about. Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't bad like that. Well, basically the Babadook stands for her dealing with her grief. It's finally coming to surface level and she's having to deal with all this stuff so it's haunting her and the kid keeps saying like the babadook a a child doesn't know what to call depression and grief Mm. so as a child they have to make something up to call it and he calls it the babadook which is her other self like he even says he's like you're not my mom he's not talking about his mother he's talking about this version of his mom right uh, whenever you know, like well, you said, well, that's what I said. It like possessed her or whatever. Yeah, her her grief finally caught up with her, and she mm-hmm. it turned her into this different person. She goes off and like kills this dog. She even sees herself. She s- rips that tooth out. Yeah, she rips her tooth out. That's some great acting, man. That lady should have won some kind of like independent film award. She should have. That. She she went all out. Like, oh. I'm sure she had to get some fucking therapy after doing that shit. Even when I rewatched, I'm like, this lady seems so believable she like was. i really thought she was like having troubles i'm like i want to call her up and be like you okay yeah for it's real like, do you need a fucking hug like <laughs> good god she did she she all throughout the movie she looked half asleep like she just needed to take just a nap like she was so sleep deprived and that's why i said like that's how i know she was going crazy i was like because when you don't sleep for that many days on end you start seeing shit that ain't there mm-hmm and that's why I was like, what well, the fuck? She could believe in a monster at this point. Yeah. Like, she even sees herself like stabbing her son. She's holding a knife. Like she's really losing it. She and sees in the book. It called all of it. Like it was yeah. some creepy shit in that movie. Dude. Well, that's what I was saying. She wrote the book. So she's actually like telling was, the story out in her head. I was glad my son did not watch it with me. Yeah. That's why I said, don't, it's not a kid. It's not for kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. Most horror movies now, it's either a slasher movie or it's a damn Jump scares, yeah, yeah possession. possession. You know what I mean? Like uh, they, they, how many movies have they made off that Conjuring shit? Like they they've got had the, spinoffs. They got the Annabelle. They got the the Nun. Yeah, 
Yeah, the nun. I mean, I don't, I don't watch them, but I know of them. I just don't care. They don't do anything for me. I watch them and I walk out of the but theater I'm just, just bored. But, but I'm just making the point as to like, yeah, they just that's either you do either slasher, like they're making another Michael Myers movie for some reason, mm-hmm. or they're bringing back Jason or Freddy or whatever, or yeah. you get the possession movies like the ghost shit that's gonna fuck with you mind. So like yeah. those paranormal activities made like six of those fucking things. Yeah. People kept going to see that shit. And they're cheap. That's the reason they keep making them. They don't even cost like a million dollars to make. Why the fuck didn't we think of that first, bro? Wait, we still can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to make a possession movie? I would be hard not to make fun of it because of that damn uh, one the Wayans brothers did. Yeah. That shit was funny. Haunted <laughs> House or whatever. I didn't watch it. Uh, it was stupid as fuck. But I it figured was, it would be. But it was like those scary movies. It was like, it was well, kind of like those. The first scary movie, like, I love that movie so much, but the other ones, I had. Uh, it has some funny jokes, but I like it wasn't. the two that they made. Yeah. I like the first and second, and I don't like the second one as much, but mm-hmm. it still had some good shit in it. But yeah, anyways, they're, they're good at making you laugh. But yeah, I feel like that's the only kind of horror movies we're getting anymore. And I may be wrong because, like I said, I'm not a big horror guy. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, I love horror. You're so stupid. They make so many good low-budget horror movies. Like, well, everyone has their genre. They might, and uh, that's more power to them. Yeah. But that's just not what I do. Yeah, so there's not going to be a lot of horror on this Yeah, podcast. but I, I mean, I'm, I I see why you gave it to me. Because mm-hmm. it, it was more of a psychological thriller than like a full-on horror movie, I felt. Those are my absolute favorite. Like, yeah. Hands down, psych- psychological thrillers are just my bread and butter. I yeah, love them. so like when I call you at like midnight tonight because I can't fucking sleep because I don't watch <laughs> shit like this. Yeah. Yeah, you'll know why. Well, so throughout the movie, she's dealing with her grief and depression, and it's fucking with her she's seeing things yeah, like yeah. cockroaches coming out of the wall and the next thing you know they're that they're not there oh and when they were on her in the car yeah yeah that was fucked up and she wrecks the car because she thinks she's seeing the babadook and these cockroaches and everything like that that is that's crazy and then it jumps to like where her son finally takes action he has all these like gadgets that he's built because he's like from home alone apparently yeah dude this kid <sighs> made a crossbow out of a damn table leg yeah I might try that. Yeah. He like, makes this backapult. Backapult. <laughs> yeah. I heard somebody say that. I was like, man, that's great. A backapult. <laughs> Basically a catapult strapped onto his back. She was like, take that thing off. <laughs> so he uses these gadgets he creates to like attack her and tie her down. Because he's like, I love you. I know you love me. Mm-hmm. Um, But you're just, there's something wrong with you. And I want it out of you. Yeah. And that's basically her. And dealing with everything. I'm not leaving you. We promised to protect each other. Damn, you're right. This whole movie, the underlying theme, like the yep. message is child abuse. Good God. <laughs> the fuck did you have me watch this for? Because it was that. I love that part of it. No, they don't explore stuff like that enough in movies, in my opinion, anyway. Oh, man. I'm just going to go out and buy my kid a $500 toy today because I just don't ever <laughs> right. want him to feel like that poor bastard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and that's Jesus. that's the thing you hear about people all the time. Like, so-and-so killed Oh, in their... the movie, the news clip, that's what fucked with me the most. Oh, right. When it talked about, because it's in America, that mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Because, yeah, the people were talking normal. Yeah, it was a mother. Talking normal. They had American <laughs> accents. You know what I mean, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my bad. That's fucked up. Yeah, you got to take that out. Oh. Uh, they had American accents. Yeah, so 
with that that mother killed her kid with a knife and the kid was trying to get away. That's and he was six up. years old. It was on his yeah, birthday. That was fucked up. Oh yeah. It did say it was his birthday. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. But that's the thing. You hear these stories all the time on the news, and you hate it. You're like, why would they do that to their kid? But this movie really explores, like, what somebody actually goes through. Yeah. And it's it's not easy. It's like the worst of a worst case scenario. Oh, most definitely. She takes this to the extreme. Well, the reason she wrote this is because she one of her friends was going through something like this. Jesus. Being a single mother or whatever, and she saw the, what she was going through and she was like what if i can make this into a physical mm-hmm. thing that someone has to deal with uh, hence the babadook so this movie didn't make any more money once it went to dvd because this has like a cult following like, yeah it has a, a know, bit of a cult following people in this genre love this movie so i'm sure it's made because it. that lady she made a good idea you know mm-hmm. she had a good idea and i don't think any more money could have really made it a better movie you no. know what i'm saying maybe work a better monster or something out. I don't know, but like, yeah, I I don't know. Well, I think a lot of people went to the movies. They're like, Oh, it's just another possession movie. They didn't see the underlying themes for it. Right. But so the kid, she ends up throwing up all Mm -hmm. this black goo, which is a a symbolism of her, you know, getting rid of all this grief and all this depression and everything. And she's back to normal mm-hmm. and they're in her bedroom. And this Babadook turns into this like huge monster, like roaring, like a, mm-hmm. uh, a dinosaur from the Jurassic park movies. And she's like, this is my house. And if you touch my son again, I will fucking kill you. That's yeah. why I said that was her moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, most definitely. And yeah, this is that lady. She, like I said, she should have got something for this. Yeah, it's, she, it's, she played her ass off in this one. Mm-hmm, like, most definitely. Yeah. And this symbolizes her dealing with her grief. Like, finally, like, I don't want you controlling my life. I want you out of here. Think of how fucked up that it would be for that lady that directed it to have to go to that woman and say, look, this is what I need from you for this to work. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you have that talk with somebody? Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, like, it wasn't a bad movie, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that we could have went more hard i wish i could have went harder at you about this one yeah like i it was in a movie i'll watch again just because it fucked me up yeah i don't uh, watch this one a lot this is just more so like me to show people yeah like because i like it yeah it was crazy yeah i'll give it that it was fucked up mm-hmm. yeah, like i said when we, when we got to talk my to sleep later you'll know, you'll know why but, <laughs> yeah. scared of the babadook yeah so and at the end of the movie it's basically She's with her son. They're having their birthday, having his birthday party, rather. Uh, and she goes down to the basement and feeds it worms. Yeah. A bowl of worms or whatever. But this is all just symbolism, like her going off and dealing with what she has to deal That's with. That's why I said, like, I was surprised that nobody's made a sequel to this shit or like a trilogy or whatever, because when she's down there feeding it and it gets loose in the sequel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a real thing. I'm writing thing. it for her right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, the Babadook gets off the chain or whatever the fuck out of her mind, and she's out there just killing kids at the birthday party. I mean, if you were going to do a sequel to this, have the kid get into get in another car accident or something, oh, and the no. kid passes away, oh and finally God, she becomes the Babadook and just starts murking motherfuckers. Uh, that's, that's crazy. That's maybe the trilogy. That's the <laughs> third one, baby. I can't deal with the kid dying in the second one. 
That poor bastard got through the first one. I was like, somebody hugged that kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought it was kind of crazy. It was his birthday. Nobody came. So nothing changed. He doesn't care. He's a magician. He made a dove come to his party. That was fucking nuts. Like <laughs> I was like, this kid's like David Blade now? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's like, that's so amazing. I'm like, you're not going to ask your fucking six-year-old, seven-year-old now. Yeah. Just turned seven. You're not going to ask him where the fuck he got that dove from? Yeah, right. Like, I couldn't have done that. That's... I can't do that now. <laughs> I'm an adult and could learn that trick, bro. Yeah, right. This fucking seven-year-old kid. Oh, yeah, dude. There was potential <laughs> for a fucked up trilogy. <laughs> what did you say the lady's name was? Catherine Hunt? Uh, oh, the director? Yeah. Jennifer the... Kent. Oh, Jennifer Kent. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. Not that. I didn't that. hear that shit at all. Yeah. That lady, she, you write, this, write the trilogy, woman. You take you took your swing, you you caught a you caught the end of it. <laughs> well, like I said, she said there's never gonna be a sequel or anything. She owns. She owns the rights to it. Yeah, she ought to let me write it for her. Well, I would give a fun facts, but I gave them throughout the thing, all of them. That was cool though, man. There was a lot of shit in there that I didn't, uh, that I didn't know. Yeah, didn't think about. Like, no. I did. There's some things I missed here and there when I first watched it, but when I rewatched it, I started to pick up on these things. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit, this is a really deep movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not 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 your worst choice there, Greg. Yeah, uh, that's why I gave it to you. I'm kind. I've kind of been giving you like things I know you're not gonna like. Right. So I wanted to throw you one that you wouldn't you wouldn't hate. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, man. We could have a fun little conversation. About it. Yeah, it did definitely fuck me up, though. Yeah. So, what would you rate this? Uh, out of five. <laughs> Sticking with it, huh? Uh, nah, nah, man. We'll go out of ten. <laughs> we'll go out of ten. I'll give it a six and a half. Six and a half? Yeah, six and a half. score. Yeah, just because, like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Like yeah. I said, I watched it. I wasn't mad that I watched it. I just, uh, yeah, I just wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, you see it once and you yeah, got your fill. Don't it's need like to a Liam Neeson movie. Yeah. yeah. I get that. movie. Yeah. Well, for me, it's a, if you're looking for a generic horror film, this isn't going to do anything for you. But if you're looking mm-hmm. for like a think piece on psychological breakdowns, this is a definite go-to, like, check this fucking movie out, because this lady hits the nail on the head every time. Yeah, that, that woman did her due diligence. It's uh, it's crazy to know that it didn't even make a mill, but it's fucking Australia, so, yeah. you know, it happens. Yeah, but it has its cult following, so. Yeah, it probably didn't release in America, did it? It did. It did? hmm Oh, shit. Yeah, this was a worldwide release. Wow. Yeah. So you could have went down to AMC. Well, yeah, what year was it? I don't remember. Uh it wasn't that long ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because they had new phones and shit. Yeah. I don't know why I thought, because it was an old-ass house. That's why I thought that it was, like, back in time. But no. it's not, because they're riding a newer car. She's just not. Yeah. yeah. That was a good movie uh, altogether, though. True. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But the next time, on their next episode, you had me watch... The family. And you should love this fucking movie, bro. Robert De Niro. I really want you to tell me you you love this fucking movie, dude. Well, I guess we'll have to find out on the next episode. (sighs) See See you later. later.